time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time, your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Hello, hello, welcome, and welcome back to the soft shoulder. Pull over, lean in, go for a walk, wash some dishes. Um, I'm so appreciative of your time and your ear and of spending this time with you, you choosing to spend this time here at the soft shoulder. So today's episode is brought to you by the Self Love Coloring Club. In less than a week, the Self Love Coloring Club begins again. This time it's eight weeks, eight wonderful weeks. And I've designed this with you in mind. You who has a lot of things to do online, a lot of things to do with screens, you who, you know, means well, tries to take some good self-care time and it's a little difficult, but when you know that at one o'clock, Danette's going to lead you through a journal prompt and you have just an hour, not three, just an hour to sit and do some coloring with some good people in some quiet company, um... There's no group to join. There's no extra stuff to be doing. It's very simple. Um, You know, I, it's been really interesting seeing like the things that I've been drawn to in the last three years while having uh, much more challenges to manage my energy than I'm used to. And the things that have sometimes been a perk or a bonus for me weren't, I didn't want I couldn't (laughs) join a Facebook group and have multiple meetings and all of that. Um, It didn't actually give me the kind of nurturing support I needed. What I needed was simplicity. So Self-Love Coloring Club is quite simple. Every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, we all come together. You are sent a coloring page that's, I think, very beautiful. I drew it. I draw what I most want to color. Uh, This round, there's all these images are of creative tools, art supplies. If you're you're a nerd who just loves to like look at art supplies, uh, you'll definitely enjoy these pages. And, um, you know, you'll get one of these pages. We'll come together. There'll be a, a journal prompt to help you connect with yourself first because coloring is great on its own. But the reason why it's Self Love Coloring Club is because of the connection I see with this kind of creative time and, you know, this connection to ourselves. So the prompts are designed to also sort of infuse, I don't know, a little magic when you color the images. What do paintbrushes have to do with your relationship with yourself? Well, you'll find out when you join. You can go to the website RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com slash club. Uh, or go right to the shop and you'll see it there as one of the items listed self-love coloring club. We start February 10th and we go all the way through 
to the last Wednesday in March. And this I feel is so significant as well because that marks the completion of a year since the pandemic began for most of us. I think March was that month where things really changed. And we'll color our way through, we'll gently spend time together. There's no pressure to chat, there's no pressure to do anything. In fact, the two rules of Coloring Club are not even rules. <laughs> They're guidelines to make it as more as relaxing as possible and as pleasurable as possible. And for some of you, it might be chatting and having coffee and setting up a, you know, bunch of sharpened colored pencils. And for some people, it's having the camera off, turning on your own playlist, just watching the other people color, knowing that you're in good company and you're being hold space, but you don't, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. It's really important to me that you give this as a gift to yourself this time. And today's episode builds on this idea that one of the things I love about coloring is how it allows us to slow down, to simplify something, a bigger picture, and to just take it one little shape at a time, one little space at a time. Coloring has to happen like this, right? Well, unless, I mean, don't get me started. Well, get me started. I'll do more. <laughs> I'll be talking about coloring all through the coloring club. But um, yes, you could you could take that marker and go all the way across the page. Um, I'll talk about the method that most of us use, which is you start with one little shape, you fill it in, and then you choose another color or you move on to another, right? Um so coloring happens like this. It helps us slow down and just be like, well, you know, I've got this warm, luscious color and I'm coloring in a strawberry and I'm just going to keep on stroking this thing until the strawberry is full of like plump, gorgeous, rich, you know, rosy hues. And then, then it's time for me to look and put my color down, pick up another one, decide what's next. Where do I feel I want to go next. You know, with coloring, it's so interesting because where you go next, this fascinates me, is where people start. We all get the same page. Um, and it's like, who started with the strawberry? Who started with the paintbrush? Who started with the pencil eraser? You know, um, who started with the sky or the background, the water or whatever? It's so interesting where we're drawn. And I think that's also part of just listening to what is most pleasurable for us or more satisfying because sometimes we like the challenge, right? We want to like, oh, I want to do this whole thing that's the hard part for me. And then I'll get to go in and do these really fun, you know, easier parts or whatever to like bang for your buck. Um, other people just want to dive into where it's easy and build from there. And there's no you know, right way to be coloring a page. That's the beautiful thing. Also, um, when you join Self-Love Coloring Club, you get these pages that I've designed that no one else has. And, you know, they're downloads. So once you have access to them and you get the PDF, you can print it as many times as you want for yourself. Um, and you can try different ways of working, right? You might want to start with the hard parts. You might want to start with the fun parts uh, or the more, you know, challenging parts whatever, right? So um, you get to try new ways and see what it feels like. This is not unlike 
so many other things in your life, right? Like relationships, um, healing, right? Healing from the loss of a relationship, right? You have to take things one little space at a time, one little piece at a time. Eventually you get there and the picture's filled in. But for some creative processes of the heart, it's a lot like coloring where you choose the color. There are some choices and then you just have to keep going. And it can be overwhelming, right? It can be really complex. I don't know where to start. And it kind of doesn't matter where you start. Does that make you feel better? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I've been starting over here. There's no wrong way to do this, right? Um, So um, I'm in the middle of finishing my book, my first book, which is about breakups, uh, the very, very final edits. And one part, one chapter is about a paint by numbers heart and how our hearts, they're not paint by numbers heart, right? Like we don't get those instructions like, oh, if I just do this, if I just do this, if I just fill this part in blue, it'll all be fine, right? Because they're different. And that's the difference, obviously. Well, (laughs) I know there's a lot more differences between a coloring page and a broken heart. And just hang with me here with this. Okay. So, um, you know, with paint by numbers, you're being told, you're given the instructions and the support of those instructions. Blue here, red here, ochre here, right? So you're like, okay, I just got to do this. And yeah, when you're done, one of those paint by numbers, like paint the masters, whatever, it'll look just like the what it's been designed to look like. You will see the image come to life. And with paint by numbers, you get the color palette. Um, so, you know, you it really would look exactly like the original if you followed the instructions. Also, it's not just if you followed the instructions, it's if the instructions were good because giving instructions is a skill. So don't blame yourself if you've ever done this and you're like, what the heck? It could be the instructions. I digress. So you'll have this image, this beautiful painting, let's say of, um, oh, I'm thinking of that movie with uh, Julia Roberts. What is it? Um, Mona Lisa Smile. And how she has her art students all uh, paint Van Gogh's sunflowers. Now, in the movie, they go off book and do their own interpretations. But I've heard of, I've never had an art teacher give me this assignment, but I have seen and heard of this assignment in art classes where you think you're going there to learn how to paint your way and become an artist. And there's also this exercise with so much to teach us of copying a master's work. Because when you're sitting there, when you're new, it's like, how did Van Gogh get it to look like that? What, what, what had to happen in the wrist for those brush strokes to happen? How much work was it? Now, paint by numbers, you're not going to know how hard it, t- it took for him to get that blue at that time when these things, you know, were from plants and not from fat. Anyway, I'm sticking to it. So <laughs> like, how did it feel? You get a little bit of an idea of how it felt and what it took and how, um, you know, we think of a flower, you might be like, oh yeah, you grab orange, you make this kind of shape. And it's like, but why doesn't that look like Van Gogh's? Well, when you're doing it and following his footsteps, his brush steps, his brush strokes, you're like, oh, I wouldn't have done it like this. And look, look what happens, right? So you learn 
some new ways of working your muscles to get to your desired result if you're trying to learn how to create art, to create paintings in this way. That doesn't mean you stop there, right? That doesn't mean that you are going to be like copying Van Gogh forever. You've learned something and then you bring what you've learned into your own work. So in this chapter in my book, I'm talking about how, you know, there's lots of advice out there about breakup healing. There are many books on the topic. There will be a new one soon from yours truly. There are a lot of experts, psychologists, coaches, just people who went through divorces who found a new and fun way to heal themselves. There's so uh, there's so much out there. And so imagine that these are all paint by numbers, right? These paint by number hearts. This is how this heart was healed. This is how this heart was healed. This is how his heart was healed. Okay. And we, we, we start here, right? So the idea that any one book, including mine, is going to be the exact fit for your heart healing. I don't believe that's the case. I think it can be an incredible support and guide. And there's always, always going to be some places that, you know, you need to go off-roading where you need to go and like take your brush and paint something new. Your experience is going to be different, right? So the idea is that you don't assume (laughs) that the answers are outside of you and that if you just follow instructions, And how many of us, hey, brokenhearted survivors, how many of us have just been like, oh my God, like just tell me what to do. Please stop this pain. I want to be over this. I want this to be over. I know that feeling. I'm pretty sure you know that feeling too. It's really understandable. Someone just give me the formula. Someone give me this paint by numbers heart when I'm done it will be completed. It will be beautiful. Um, so it's a reminder that that's not how it works, <laughs> that your heart is more beautiful in its own ways. And there's only the one. And also that every relationship is different, right? So every grief is different. We all have that in common. I talk about that in the book too, about how, you know, if, if the logic that we apply to healing from breakups It's like, oh, I've been through this before, so I should know. Or everyone is experiencing this, so it's no big deal. Well, apply that to another kind of loss, which is loss of a loved one, any loved one through death. We would never, we would never, ever say, yeah, it's no big deal. People die all the time. Well, I don't know. I've already known three people who died. So like this shouldn't take as long to grieve. Are you kidding me? Of course not. Of course not. It would be like, like absurd to even think that way, right? So a reminder, (laughs) right? There's no shoulds in healing from a breakup or a heartbreak. It doesn't matter if the relationship was two months or 20 years. Everyone's pain and healing is different. So where does this paint by numbers heart come in as useful? Just the same way it does for art students who want to learn and try something out and find a new way. This new way of, oh, I would never have painted sunflowers like this. This is interesting. The same thing for your heart. Oh, I would never have approached heartbreak healing this way. Huh, 
This is interesting, right? And here are the parts that were easier for me to follow. Here are the parts that I kind of was, it was, I don't know, it was just really difficult. I couldn't, my wrist wouldn't do that thing. (laughs) You know, you're painting and you're like, oh, cool. Look at this, how he's doing the sky. I could totally get it. And then you move over to some part in like the vase and you're just like, what? My wrist doesn't go like that. I don't know. And you improvise, right? The same thing with healing your heart, with any of this kind of ways that we're coaching ourselves, learning from experts, being inspired by all kinds of people with all different backgrounds around how we can grow, how we can love, how we can heal, right? If you think about it that way, then what you're doing is you're, you're you know, the, the paint by numbers is not the right way to paint. It's the way this one person painted, right? And think about, so every book that you're reading, and I love reading, as you know, <laughs> self-help, personal explore, whatever the category is. I know self-help, whatever, people don't like the term help, whatever. All of this personal growth kind of stuff, right? Personal development, memoirs that have some kind of healing journey, all this stuff. It's not that there's a right way. Even the ones that are really well researched, they're researched through this human being who felt called to do this particular research in this particular way and put it together in a particular way. It's not the only way. It's their way. And there's sometimes there's, you know, we have these authors in our lives, these teachers in our lives, and so much of it resonates. Maybe all of it resonates, but it doesn't stop there because you have more to add. You have your own palette. You have your own flourish, your own way. And that's the way that we make all the art in our lives, the art of healing, the art of loving, the art of heartbreak. Everyone's looks a little different. I think that the real healing comes from finding our way with help, with support, sometimes a lot of support. There are some times in our lives where we really need the structure of, you know, a paint by numbers heart, a paint by numbers healing where it's just that we really, really need it. That's the most important way that, you know, we need support in that time until we don't, right? So remember, dear listener, that you are the creator of your life. You are the artist of your own healing. There is a reason why you, you know, don't just go, oh, yeah, Van Gogh, right. I'm just going to paint this and I guess I'll just keep doing that. No, right? There's a reason why that would be boring (laughs) at some point and why we'd be missing out. You know, we'd be missing out on what it is that you're here to bring in the way that only you can in this time. You made up of all your ancestry, the complexities, the beauty, the gifts, the challenges all the places that the stars, wherever they were when you were born, this thing, and then you coming through in this time, meeting the people that you're meeting, learning the lessons that you're learning. It hasn't been done before in this way through you. That's why you're here. So remember this, if you are going through some healing, there's no shame in the paint by numbers thing. I know some artists would think that that's a terrible exercise. I don't want to paint like Van Gogh. I want to paint like me. Great. 
They can take another course. You don't have to do any of this. This is optional. <laughs> Everything's optional. You're here listening to this. So I know that you are choosing to spend time here learning, right? So remember and give yourself permission that there's no shame in trying multiple paint by numbers hearts for healing, multiple supports, trying different methods. But remember, dear listener, that you are the artist and it doesn't stop there. They're there to support your growth. It's not about you doing it their way or even my way. You know, I love, I love learning so much and I'm, I hadn't really realized how much I do it (laughs) until I started also learning a lot more about my astrology in the last year. And I just had to laugh at myself. Um, So, you know, my truth is changing all the time. I don't know if I listened back to all the episodes of this podcast, if I would agree with everything I've said in these podcasts, (laughs) because I'm always learning. And as you learn, you change right? That's the point of learning. It's being open to the idea that you don't have all the answers. And with the information that you're given, you do your best with that. And then there's more. And then there's more information, but also different ways of looking at the same information. Different perspectives gives you so much more insight, such a fuller view. And I just enjoy this so much. And when I you know, when I realized, you know, there were, there was some times where I thought I had to get it right. Like if I'm doing all this learning, shouldn't I know X, Y, Z by now? Shouldn't I have the answer by now? But that's not the way it works. I'm not going to have the answers. You don't have to have the answers. The answers are always changing as we change, growing as we grow, deepening as we give them the attention that they require to deepen, right? So um, I'm embracing the fact that I don't have the answers. I'm embracing the fact that my truth will change from hour to hour, day to day, week to week. Thank you for joining me here on this journey and questioning what you hear and bringing other things into it. You know, the more I read in the topics I'm passionate about, I see so many similarities where I'm like, it's all the same. I'm reading about the same things, but I'm reading about them from so many different angles. And it's almost like a jewel that has just so many facets. The more I move around this jewel, the more I find new facets, the brighter it gets, the more light it's reflecting. And uh, it just thrills me so much. All of this comes from, I can see the connection between something like this and yes, just sitting down and coloring one pencil at a time because that's how this happens, right? Sitting down, making the time, making the time to listen, making the time to just hear your intuition. And while it may not seem profound to be like, I just felt like, using orange today and I don't know why. That might not sound like, well, Danette, that's not solving my problems. Um, (laughs) This is a practice. It's like a prayer bead, right? It's like, I don't know what that was, but I heard orange, I felt orange, and I trusted that feeling, and then I reached for it. It's that whole action, right? The, The inkling, the thought, the willingness to trust the thought, your body, your arm reaching 
to take action on this thought that you don't fully understand. Why am I, I don't usually ever like orange, but I'm going for it. And then seeing what happens as you fill a space, fill a facet, fill the page with this new color. You're seeing something in a new way. You're trying something different. This is, in my opinion, such an important uh, approach to healing. And my book really, I think at the end of the day, is really about that. There's a lot of creative activities. There's a lot of suggestions of different ways of looking at things. But ultimately, my wish in how this book can serve you is to help you trust yourself and to help you listen to the ways in which this could, you know, this could look different than you think it has to. And maybe just like choosing a color you don't normally choose, maybe it could be more beautiful than you thought it could be in a way that you couldn't have imagined before because you're not who you were before and you're headed somewhere new and so is your heart. So for all of you in various stages of heartbreak, heart healing out there, I'm sending you lots of love. I am sending you the reminder that there are so many wonderful people to learn from and you are on your healing journey, not theirs. So use theirs to support yours. That's what they're there for. Use it to support yours. Use it to uplift, to give you hope. If it doesn't make you feel good, drop it. Pick a new color. And if any of this metaphor is resonating and you just really would like to spend a little time with me. I would love to see your face. I'd love to hear your pencil crayon. <laughs> and uh, I'd love for you to join me Wednesdays starting February 10th for Self Love Coloring Club. Please do go to the website radicalcreativesanctuary.com slash club, or go to the shop. It will be there and you can sign up and we will see each other soon. Thank you, as always, to the wonderful Allison Tarr of Tech Coven for making the Soft Shoulder podcast uh, possible. Um, and also Self Love Coloring Club. You know, Allison's, uh, Al- you know, we, we should all send her thank you notes. <laughs> Thanks for the, the loving kick in the pants, Allison, and for all your support. And you, dear listener, you are someone worth loving. It all starts with you. Take good care and we'll talk to you soon.